Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. Ready to go? Uh, this is so exciting. We're doing another podcast. It's called Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Uh, let, me, let me hold on. Let me do it. A podcast that you can't live without. without. And why can't you live without it, Ronnie? Because it's about the spirit of life. The Holy Spirit, the one that is life. What did we say last week? Or you'll die. Or what you'll die, we, yeah. Listen to the podcast, or you'll die. Or you'll, yeah, yeah. Is, is that what Caleb what, said? Yeah. <laughs> Watch how the Holy Spirit anoints this podcast. I'm already going to say it's going to happen before it happens, because we really don't know where it's going to go. We're going to talk about marriage, okay? Fun. Ooh, fun marriage. We, I don't know. And if you're not married, hey, I take, I, I t- take advice. Listen to this. Have you ever felt unfulfilled with your marriage? Hey, have you ever thought, man, I married the wrong person? <laughs> Jeez. Hey, I got news for you. Uh, this is not the right person. I made I've a mistake. No. Uh, hey, I got I news for you. For those people that, uh, the, I, I guarantee you, if you're married, you've thought about it at least once. And for those who look at me or say, I've never thought about that. By the way, that might be another episode called your idols. So that's another story. Ooh. But yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Before I get going, I just want to say this. I, I mean, I know you're a counselor. D- should I call you doctor? <laughs> no. Or should you call me chef? <laughs> no. I mean, maybe we should go by chef and doctor. No, 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 no. no. Okay. I'm not a. I I'm not a doctor at all. I don't have any credentials like that. I'm. Uh, I'm. I barely have a. I barely remember to pronounce my name. So here's the thing. Uh, you're feeling unfulfilled. And what happens... By the way, just as a footnote, I've been divorced. 25 years ago, I was in a divorce. So I'm not talking out of my my head here, okay? I, I've gone through those feelings. Were you going to say talking out of your ass? Was that... Was, <laughs> oh, you're no, going to no, say no, that? No, 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 no. Okay. Listen, I, I've, I've because gone... Because you do. I, I, <laughs> I've, I've gone through those feelings. And... Um, you know, I know, I know the progress of what can happen. You, you, you disengage. Uh, you, you, your lives kind of separate. Uh, you start maybe possibly thinking that there's something better on the other side, or someone's giving you more attention, and you start doing that. Maybe you even uh, do things to aggravate your spouse, so they're going to want a separation and a uh, divorce too, or something like that. Listen, this is happening all the time, and I thought about this subject because, Ron, I, you, you, whether you know this or not, and I know you know it, you used to say many years ago, and this is when you were pastoring, that, and by the way, you have also counseled uh, my marriage, and I'm talking about my second marriage, and we've had counseling, and I've had run-ins before in our marriage, and you have helped, but you used to say, you know, marriage is what? Your sweet spot, okay? You really get it. And before You're talking we, about me? Yeah. You enjoyed that. Yeah. You got a pen? Yeah. Just, uh, I just want to, while I'm thinking, Holy um, Spirit's popping it, some ideas. All right. You said that that was your sweet spot. And first question, before we get into these feelings of unfulfilledness, I am not happy. You know, I'm just not, this marriage is making me miserable. I'm not happy. I never have been happy. I used to be happy. All the things that go on. Uh, real quick question. 20 years ago when you were counseling and you counseled many, many Many, many people. Is it the same kind of marriage counseling you're doing now? I think it's evolved. Because um, it was good back then. Yeah, I, I would say that my 20, 
my 20 year ago self would I would rather see my now self if I was struggling with marriage than I would okay. I mean I, I had a lot of the a lot of the things that I felt like made it my sweet spot were still there but I think there's a lot more clarity now okay. about how I approach talking to people about this okay so I'm, I'm just let me just okay I got it we don't have to go into that which I would say this could I add before you yeah, go on yeah like you okay so you had a you you had a divorce which is its own uh, thing and you know you call talk about failure uh, if you know which I guess most people would say well that's a failure I had to talk I had a long talk with a guy yesterday about saying well I'm not sure that's a failure which is something I'd like to talk about maybe if we're gonna go there today um, what's not a failure to divorce to, to divorce mm. it's I don't know that it's a failure in the way that people think it's like oh yeah that's a failure like no nah, it's oh. it's more subtle than that let's let's talk about that um, but I would say this. So you, you had that kind of failure. I had this kind of failure. I was a marriage idolater. I, I was a person who oh. idolized. I idolized my wife. I elevated her and made her into the person who had to make me feel okay. And that, so so that's a so failure. So your happiness. That's a failure. Your happiness was tied to your marriage. Yes. To, to, yes, to to that relationship, yeah. how, how how my wife and I were relating would determine how I felt about all of life. So both of those you know, are failures. Both of those are failures you know, in one way or the other that that need help. That that both of those obviously need to be <laughs> need help to get unstuck, as we talked about last week, um, from the after effects of being an idolater or you know being a divorcee <clears throat> anyway i just wanted to throw that in there because you you're being vulnerable about it and i said yeah that's that's vulnerable okay so i've had a divorce okay that's that's true i'm an idolater so we both have a lot of experience with what not to do in marriage yes <laughs> which i think is valuable when you're talking to people uh about about marriage having 40 years worth of experience being married is that's the trick question you're asking like okay when i was only married for 20 years i, I had 20 year marriage um ideas and advice and and the holy spirit wisdom now i have 40 years worth of that it's got to be different okay <laughs> it's got to be better anyway go back to where you were go back to what you were talking so about. The, the, all right so do, uh, my question to you is this <clears throat> and again you're not talking about anyone specific but i know you have people coming in Let's just talk about the idolatry thing, okay? Do, do you have clients similar to you that that their happiness is built upon the happiness of their marriage and everything is crap because the marriage is not working? Oh yeah, I think that like and again, I'm not talking about anybody specific and you know this because I've done this for a long long time and this is not something new. Um okay, almost everybody who comes to see me and for marriage counseling uh, and has over the years always comes in with the belief that the person sitting next to them is ruining their life. <laughs> like your, your spouse is ruining your life. If you would only, if, if you would only sleep with me more, if you would only be more loving, if you would only, you know, fill in the blank. More compassionate. Whatever. Speak be to me more. More compassionate, more sensitive, more emotionally connected, then, 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 then my life would be okay. 
which is a direct contradiction of John 10.10. John 10.10 says, I came that they might have life and have it to the full, period. That's what Jesus said. I came that they might have life and have it to the full. There is no clause on the end of that. There's no, uh, if if your spouse treats you well, if your spouse is nice. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not hard or unpleasant to be married to someone who's unkind or emotionally disconnected or or sexually um, cold or all the other things. But you have to have a discussion about about whether or not Jesus is telling the truth or whether your spouse has to, to snap to in order for you to have full life, which is, I think, what you're asking me. Like, I, that's idolatry. Like, I, if... If I measure how well I'm doing and how full my life is by how many times my wife slept with me in the last month, that's idolatry. On the other hand, if I measure my the fullness of my life by how many times my husband uh, you know, touched me on the shoulder and complimented me and was kind to me, that's idolatry. It, it's not that it's those things aren't... I, look, I, I'd like to have sex with my wife as much as the next guy, and I'm sure that all you know. And I would also like to have compliments, like, "Hey, you're 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 nice looking, you're handsome, you're be kind." I I like those things, but we're talking about full life. But Ron, I'm gonna just tell you, listen, uh, I've been through this. Listen, when things are bad, it affects your whole world. I mean, it almost sounds like, uh, hey. If you're, you know, a spiritually connected person, no matter what the heck is going on with your marriage, uh, you should be happy. I mean, it has a direct effect. Don't, wouldn't you agree? You got me? I mean, it really it does affect you. You've been to counseling before when one person is not happy with their marriage. The other one's person is going, listen, everything's fine. And the other person is just totally miserable. The other person's totally fine. And, and what's your uh, I don't, question? That's, well, okay. Well, okay, give it to me then. So I am miserable. I wake up every morning. I'm unhappy. I'm not happy at work. I'm not happy with myself. I'm not happy with my life. I'm not happy. This is not what I signed up to and do. And it's all your spouse's fault. Well, that's the point. Well, that's what you just said. I mean, the, okay, so, so Jesus says, I came that they might have life and have it to the full. You do not have full life. You just described. I'm miserable. I'm sad. I listen to what the Bible told me about the the marriage. I told. I'm reading what the Bible says. It ain't cutting it. Well, what does it say? Tell me what it says. Well, (laughs) that's the the only one I know for sure (laughs) is the one that about the breast. But what about the breast? It talks about let it satisfy you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only verse about marriage that you know. Be satisfied with the breast of the wife of thy youth. Oh my God! Okay, give me another okay. one. Give oh me another one. Give me another one. Well, the the one that most people would have thought of would be husbands love your wives, okay. and wives respect your husband. I mean, come on, man! I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> I'm gonna say okay, shit okay, okay. right there because okay. I'm like, come okay, on, man. Okay, okay. Well, uh, but it ain't working. <laughs> but it ain't working. Respect your husbands. I'm not going to. Re- I, okay, I, so what what does that say? Uh, husbands love your wives. I mean, you feel the tension here? Do you see how? I mean, this is real. Well, exactly. Husbands love your wives. Okay, so you love your wife and, and what? And your wife didn't love you back. Right, exactly. Your wife she's not respecting and you. And she's not respecting yes. you. Yes. Okay, is that what the Bible says? Is that what God says? Husbands love your wife, so 
your wife will respect you so that your phony baloney, good time, rock and roll, plastic banana life will go well. No, it doesn't. You can't disconnect that from what Jesus says, which is, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. And the word that's used there is zoe, which is the word for zoological. It's where like fullness, like explosively, every aspect of life is there in Jesus. And this is the whole problem. The thing that I have to do, and I've done this for, I have done this as long as I've been doing marriage counseling. The first thing I have to do is uncouple uncouple the couple like i've been thinking about this a lot in order for a couple to get coupled they mostly have to get decoupled then i can show them how to get recoupled in a way that is actually satisfying but most couples that i see i got to decouple before i can couple them because when they originally got coupled they came in and having this idea you're going to make me happy mm. why did i ask everybody why did you get married why did you get married uh, in the first place? I loved her. And what? And and then she, she said, me, oh, why Why did you? Ask me. Why did oh, you Oh, because he made me laugh. He's, he's so funny and, he's, and he compliments me and he likes my mom and, you know, and he's just funny. And you go, okay. And I love him. I, look, I'm not mocking this. Yeah. I, I, this, is, this is actually how the human heart works. And we go, yeah. Yeah, that's why you got married. Because you wanted somebody to make you happy. Oh, 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 oh. And they don't make you happy anymore. They, they look. They completed you. Oh, God. Shit. <laughs> Is that a wrong word? No, I'm just thinking about that. That's a line from you that movie. Me. Yeah, Isn't that yeah. Renee Zellweger yeah, 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 and, and yeah. Tom Cruise? Like, you complete me. I, oh, my gosh. Like, we watch. Well, people Pop watch that. Now. Exactly right. That's exactly right. People have these ideas about what, what marriage is. What it's going to do? What let's not even talk about marriage. Let's talk about relationships. It's just um, that that a person is going to complete you, and that you found your soulmate, which is another one. You go, oh my gosh, man, just give me a break. Okay, I understand. Here's what's cool about this being my sweet spot. By the time someone comes to see me in marriage counseling, okay, they are stuck. And they know it isn't working. And that makes them a lot more open uh -huh. to me saying the things that have to be said that no one was going to say when they were this nice, happy little couple who was full of, you know, life and love. And he makes me laugh and she makes, you know, she you know, turns me on. And, and now you've got two kids. Uh, you've, you've got the daily grind You've got uh, a lot of anxiety and frustration, and he just doesn't make you happy anymore. She just doesn't make you happy anymore. And you blame them for all of your misery. Okay, that's idolatry. And most people, like, well, the long arc of what I was saying there is like, now I can actually have a conversation and go, okay, what, 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 what do you think that one human being was going to give you? Did you think they were going to? Be the answer to John 10.10. 10? Can I give you one of the yeah, best ahead. advices you gave me? And this sure. is if you remember it. And I don't know where, you, maybe you said it, maybe Mike said it a while ago. But you said, uh, we were talking, let's just take the the verse. And by the way, I was kidding with everyone about the, I knew there were other verses, but I was, I knew I'd get him with that breast. I line. don't believe you. I, I did. Okay. I'm so look right so, into the camera and say, I don't think that's true. <laughs> All right. Here's the, listen to this. This is the, one of the best advices you gave me. You said, 
hey, you know the commandment, I, the lack of a better word, commandment, that, hey, love your wives as Christ loved the church, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen to this, guys. This is really good because it really gave me a 180-degree look of the scripture. Hey, that was not written for your wife. That was written for you for your own happiness because you're obeying what I'm asking you to do. Mm. Wives, respect your husbands. That is not about your husbands. It's about you doing what you're supposed to do. Remember you saying that to me or you said it? it, it, it yeah, it's that, not that, about the spouse. It's about you. Yeah. Okay. That came right out of Mike. I mean, Mike taught us that years and years ago. Mike Wells. Yeah. It's, but let's, let's, you don't limit it to that. That's the, the way the whole Bible is written. The Bible isn't written so that you can obey it so that you get something out of the, you get a result. Yeah. It was written because it was just like saying, hey, this doesn't work anymore. But there used to be, for you out there who are too young, there used to be leaded and unleaded gasoline. And you used to go up to the pump and you're like, okay, you get, you get leaded gasoline or unleaded. And if you put one or the other in your car, your car would not run right because cars right. started to be made for unleaded, unleaded gas. Yeah. And if you put leaded in it, it would damage the motor. It would jack up the thing. And so this is what the commandments of God are. Like. He said, look, if you don't want to love your husband or you don't want to love your wife, things won't go well for you. It's written to you. It's about it's you. Right. It's about you. Do you want to have life and have it to the full? Love your wife. It doesn't say love your lovely wife. It says love your wife, period. Same thing, respect your husband. Doesn't say respect your respectable husband. That's about you. Do you want do you want to have a car that runs right? Respect your husband. Uh and and just do it. Listen, there's a lot, there's so much, there's so much in this. It's like obedience is its own reward is a, is another thing that we've we've learned over the years. Like just obeying the things that God has said and told you will will bleed to full life. Now, you have to get squeezed a lot before you'll believe that. Say that again, please. You, you, you have to get squeezed a lot to, to believe that obeying what God says is its own reward. You, you have to live a little bit. You have to find out that lies are not, you know, not things that work in this world. You need to live a little bit. I mean, hopefully you don't have to find out that adultery doesn't work, but it doesn't. I mean, if, if you do that, it doesn't work. God didn't write it and say, oh, well, this is optional. He's describing gravity. He's, de- he's, descri- he's describing relational gravity. Jump off the roof and let the uh, gravity of adultery affect your relationship, and you break your legs. You break your emotional legs. He's just telling you the laws of gravity. This is the way the world works. I made it. I'm just letting you know. Love your wife. And I'm just letting you know. Respect your husband. Okay, that's the laws of, of marriage gravity. And if you break them, you actually break yourself against them. If you obey them, you get, you get the joy of, of being functional. Okay, so they come to you, and I just want to go a little bit into that as we end here. So you come, they come to you, and you, I love what you just said. You're, you are uncoupling. I want to talk about that. Trying. You're trying. Yes. It's because it's hard? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because by the time people get stuck, they're so convinced that they're stuck because their spouse is an a-hole that, that they come in ready to blame them for all of the lack of life that they have. It's all their fault. And, and by the time I see people, usually, 
this is set in. It's, it's, it's hard. So, but if they're there, and this is the first question I always ask in marriage counseling, are you here honestly? Are you really in the room? Are you really available? Can we really go someplace with this? Or are you done already? Because if you're done, let's not waste our time. You'll say that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why? I don't waste my time. Waste your time. It's expensive. It's emotionally expensive, much more than money. It's, it costs emotions to do, to do this work. So just don't waste your time. Are you done? And if they're not done, then they're open to like, okay, let me talk to you about wow. the discipleship course marriage, which is something we should probably pick up in another episode, you know, because we're up against the, the clock. But to say this, here's the real thing. Marriage was never about you being happy. It was about you being holy. That's the discipleship course marriage. It was about you becoming holy. In other words, you becoming complete, completely complete, holy, holy. And it is a very good discipleship course if, you, if it does its work. And it will do its work if you let it. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>